You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. I think you need to take a big breath. You need to calm down just I can't a stop second. I know about it. I know, but you have to block it out of your mind, or you're gonna have to get used to it. It's one of the one of the two things. I mean you're gonna have to either get comfortable or you're gonna have to bury it way down deep and pretend that it never happened in that bottomless pit <laughs> and just let that simmer there for uh-uh. years and years. No, it's it's no, it's it's gonna haunt your oh, you haven't even been to sleep yet since it happened. Stop it. Oh, oh my god. Oh my god. I didn't well I was that. asleep before and now I don't think I will ever sleep again. Well, God, right. it was we'll so to close to my bed. We'll oh, have to get into that. God. Hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning <sighs> in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcasts all over the internet where for podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. I do want to remind everybody of something wonderful that you can do today, something amazing if you're going to be online shopping, which a lot of people like to online shop nowadays, Sarah. They sure do, Greg. Thank you. I know. It's the easiest way to shop. You don't even have to leave your house. I've noticed it quite a bit. People can do it on their computers or their mobile devices. Stop listing things that you can do it on. You can never do it. and then you. <laughs> no, but then I let people know. And their, their tablets. Because they were confused. Yeah. Before? Yeah. What about on their calculators? Uh, well, actually, the calculator is built in. You can use the calculator right there to calculate how much you're going to spend. When All you go your savings. to funemploymentradio.com and click on the Amazon link. That's right. Just going to do that. If you're going to be buying on there anyway, you might as well click on funemploymentradio.com and just click on the Amazon link right there first. And then you help us out and you become an awesome person. You so are. That is something wonderful. Sarah is furiously typing over there. All right. Um... Uh, also on today's show, we're going to be joined by comedian Sean White. Sean is going to be here in town. He's got a show tonight at the Secret Society, and uh, he comes from Chicago. The show tonight's going to be awesome. We're going to talk to him all about his tour and everything that's going on. So Sean's joining us here in just a little bit on the show. Before we go too far, though, we do need to get into this and explain the trauma of what Sarah's been going through. Yeah, I'm so I think everybody stop posting pictures of it in the chat. No more pictures of it, please. Okay, Sarah's getting a little upset. Um, Sarah, I think for for everybody at home, for everybody listening right now, can you walk us through it? Do you want me to do it? Is it something you feel comfortable even talking about right now? I don't even right know what to say. Mm-hmm. What you went through? What you I wasn't expecting it. Right. It was so wrong. Mm-hmm. It was so wrong. Yeah. Like I, I, cause I haven't seen one of them in in every in every apartment that I've lived in Portland, Oregon. I've you know I've lived uh, up and down southeast uh, in southeast Portland, like around the Hawthorne Boulevard area. Sure. Mm-hmm. And in every apartment I've lived in, which I think is probably about like seven at this point, I've seen these these things before. But I have been, I haven't seen one. I've been in my apartment now, my current one, about five or six years. Mm-hmm. And I had never seen one, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to see one in this apartment. This is amazing. This is magical. Yeah, just counting the days. Just counting the days. Mm-hmm. And what is so funny is I was having um, a conversation about these things because my uh, buddy, my barista at my local coffee shop, my pal Brian. <laughs> Wait, so, so it's gone from barista. Okay, and just, just to clarify, just a quick side note here. Sarah goes to a couple of different coffee shops, but the one at Fred Meyer uh, that's the one that she she really she knows all their names, mm-hmm. and this is you know this is a corporate store. But she knows their names. She gets just to know them. Because it's a corporate store doesn't mean they're corporate people. Well, no, and I, I just agree. Cogs in the machine. I agree. I'm just saying they're this just isn't to like make a that living. this isn't like a sit down like it's not like a you know 
central perk or whatever on uh, Friends. That was a there's a callback reference. Is that even what it was called? You know that's exactly what it was. No, I actually, I honestly don't. Oh wow, date yourself much, Greg? I didn't watch much of it. I was uh-huh. trying to think of what's a what's a fun coffee shop that people hang out in. I don't really know. I've never really been a coffee shop hanger outer kind of guy, so it's never. I've never really had one, so I don't really have any reference point. I'm I'm not a big coffee drinker. Mm-hmm. You know, I like coffee for a purpose. Like here at the studio, I like it for a purpose, but otherwise, I don't really. You don't I don't like really it drink it when it's no, no. I don't really you didn't go grow get coffee up in the nineties, the right? Then, well, I guess you lived in the country. Because that was like I don't know. No, because that's how we would spend our time. Is like that was the cool thing to do after school. Is like go to go to the coffee shop. Oh, I did a little bit of that in high school. Yeah, we go to Salem because that's the only place you could go to for a coffee mm-hmm. shop. Because Mammoth Independence wasn't advanced enough to have those yet, or not ones that would stay open past like six. So yeah, we I go into Salem into the big city, you know, because that's the for anyone state. who's not familiar with Salem, it's not a big city. It's not, but for it's, me it was. Yeah, because the reason we would go do that, kid, do not. The foreign exchange girls like to go get coffee mm-hmm. at night, so that's why we would go in there. So I'm of like, oh, well, did. okay, that's that's where we're going. We're going to get coffee. We're going to Salem. Anyway, so no, I, I have not gotten to know. Uh, perhaps I'm I'm worse off for it. Maybe I should start visiting some local coffee shops and getting to know them and asking them their names and asking them specific questions about themselves. And I'll say, I don't like, ask them their names. Like, we hey, talk. I need to become friends with a local barista. I want to become your friend. Hi, Will my you name be is my Greg. Friend? Yeah, that's how you make friends. Greg. Yeah, that's, and then I'll just ask really them pointed questions, you know, mm-hmm. about their lives. What do you do after this? Where else do you work? I don't ask them. How long have you worked here? What, like, what do you ask them when you? When I you... don't. Really, I don't. I just talk to them like, oh, hey, how's it going? You know, and they'll be like, oh, and they'll like usually compliment me on like my shirt mm-hmm. or whatever I'm wearing because I have a lot of my zany T-shirts. And uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh no, are you. Okay, so to them, your zany T-shirt lady, who no, you're the I'm kooky cool lady who t-shirt. comes in and no, talks I'm too cool much. No, I'm cool T-shirt lady. Because the, the, the younger kids who work there, oh, God, I am not You cool. are the... They said, uh, oh, they're like, oh, we always just have the best T-shirts. Oh, wait, are they making fun of me? So I was talking to Brian anyway. Brian, yes. You're, I know you're just jealous. I'm not jealous. I'm just, I don't know. I don't know what that experience is like. Well, it's a very nice experience. Yes. And so Brian, uh, young Brian, just got back from his adventures. He went to New York City mm-hmm. to visit his brother. And we were talking about all the like, the horrible. He, he saw his first cockroaches there because he'd never seen them before because he'd never been to. The You're East talking Coast. to your the barista at Fred Meyer about this. He's talking to me about it. I'm not. I actually was trying to leave. This okay. Was, and I wasn't Who doing the one. Who came in? I was running late for for work, and I'm like, all right. And he wouldn't. So I was just like, all right, I'll let you go in just a second. But here, and here's this other thing. So, so you're not only the kooky lady who can, comes in and, and talks to them, which I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but you are that lady. Yeah. You're the kooky lady. That comes in, and then I'm now you showed up there, and you instantly started talking about what you saw, which you still haven't really explained what you saw. No, I didn't. I didn't start talking about it because this was before. This was yesterday. I'm I'm setting it up to uh, what happened to me this morning. Okay. So we had this conversation yesterday before I went to work, and and he was talking about the coverages, and he's like, oh, and those water bugs. Cause that's uh, they call basically like centipedes, the ones like. They're the most horrific bugs in the entire world. They're uh, basically they look like centipedes, but with super long, tendrily legs Mm -hmm. and like wiggling antennas that wiggle all different directions. Those are centipedes. Yeah, they're awful. But they're uh, these water, these like water bug specific ones in uh, in New York. Oh, water bugs. Yeah, water bugs are gross. Yeah, and my sister had them uh, in her apartment. In New York, and so he was talking about how he saw those. He's like, "Those were the worst thing I've ever seen." I'm like, "Oh yeah, just like the house centipedes that you get here." And we were like both shuddering and talking about it. I haven't seen one of those things in years. Yeah, I shit you not. This Wait, morning. What? Oh, shut up. <laughs> no, 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 no. I usually say it's sure as shit. Oh, okay. I'm yeah, sorry. It's that's just, all right. 
You're kind of like uh, the Mr. Leahy of Fun Employment Radio. <sighs> I am. Yeah, you really, yeah. really are. Yeah. Well, Tourette'sy. Well, not Tourette'sy. It's just mm-hmm. m- m- very focused. Mm-hmm. Very focused. All right, but anyway. <laughs> um, so this morning, as I'm uh, getting ready to leave, and I'm sitting and enjoying a, a wonderful croissant for breakfast, as is my want, croissant and some water, and I see something moving. You're at I'm your sitting house. on my bed. I'm, I'm, I'm in my safe space. Yes, I am in, in my studio apartment. I am in my tiny home, that is mine and mine alone. I'm the only living thing in there, or so I thought, because I was eating my croissant. And I saw something moving and going across the uh, across the wooden floors, and I looked, and it was one of those goddamn motherfucking house centipedes and it was huge and it had a million legs and it just skittled from I don't know where into my pile of clothes that I was getting together to do laundry this afternoon and I don't know where it went and it's in there and I can't be in my apartment because I it's in there somewhere and I have and I don't know what like I want to burn my sheets like I I can't do it Mm -hmm. I can't even express to you like you look Mm -hmm. at a picture it's like okay it's just like a a bug it's gross Mm -hmm. but like those things moving when you see them in motion Mm -hmm. they have like feather like feet like they kind of like sure they're Mm kind of like flowy Uh when they walk it's so creepy and there's one of them in my clothes, and I really want to have clean clothes, mm-hmm. but it went into my clothes, and I don't know what to do. All right. Do. I have some tough things that I have to tell you, that I have to talk to you about with this. You know, I, A, I think we should all take a minute today. Whatever you're doing, you take a minute and think about what Sarah's going through right now, okay? Because whatever your problems are, they pale compared to what Sarah's going through. I saw a bug. She saw a bug in her apartment, you guys. This is a serious business here. This One is, bug. I'm, I'm taking. I'm stepping legs. outside. This is the fourth wall. You know, I'm breaking the wall here because I mean, oh my gosh, just what she's gone through. Um, she's a very brave, brave person, and I'm going to start up a Facebook group just to praise how much, how strong she is. But anyway. With that, uh, here's the thing. Well, there's one. There's a lot more. There's no, stop it. It's not just one. That's not how it Will works. You stop it. That's really mean. It's like not honestly, a lone you can really tell that I'm not like I'm not joking no. right now. No. Okay. No. I know. Hashtag brave. That is a good way to describe, sir. Um, no. Everything I is mean, itchy. Everything okay. like it's in my hair. I am being honest. It's, there's probably there probably. What do you? But it's in the building. It's the building. It's not doesn't necessarily mean it's in your room. Oh, they're in all of the old pipes. I used to see them all the time when I lived in the house down the street from where I am, except they would crawl up through the, uh-huh. the shower. You live in a giant old apartment building, and that's the thing you're worried about is the centipede. I would be worried more about the fact that the percentage-wise, there's probably a serial killer living in your building. It's the Northwest. I bet there is one. Anyway, th- I think that it's, pr- you know, it's it's there. It's there. And, I mean, you have two choices. You can get up. You can run away. You can run away and never go back there again I'm and just abandon it. About that. <laughs> just go on the run. Kinda... Now I understand and... why people just abandon their belongings sometimes because they, too, saw a house centipede. That's And they knew it. that they couldn't go back. Yeah. And, they, and you know, you have to get up. You have to leave. You just have to ditch it. You know, start a new life somewhere else. This is, this is one option that you can do. You know, start your new life. You can't stay at the studio. I'm going to tell you that right now. That's not an option. Greg knows. As soon as I saw it today, I'm like, are you still recording in the studio? Because I need to get out of my apartment right now. I can't be in here anymore. I'm like, I can't. 
I know. I thought there was something actually wrong, and then then I found out this is what it was. I mean, not that there isn't something wrong. Not that you're not a brave person right now. You are a very brave. I just don't know what to do because my apartment also isn't very well lit. Like I have low wattage bulbs, which means now I have to go to the store to buy brighter bulbs so that I can see everything because I don't want to go through. And I also have a lot of dark colored clothes, and mm-hmm. I need to do my laundry, and I need to burn my sheets and everything because I think it might have crawled down from around there, and it's just got to burn them. Yeah, I'm gonna burn them. Yeah, got to burn it. Got to lay mean, down plastic. But I have so many dark clothes and things, and I'm afraid I'm going to inadvertently touch it, and then it's going to tickle my hands, and then I'm going to accidentally squish it, and it's like tickly legs. Oh, man. <sighs> this is a tough situation. That I need like a right headlamp here. to go. Oh. I, I can loan you a headlamp if you want to go looking for it. I mean, you want to go look for it? You're going to go try to find it? I don't know. I don't, I don't want to kill it. I just want it to go away. Well, I mean, there's really only two options when it comes down to, to you or it. I mean, what are you going to do? Do you think it'll pay my rent? <laughs> I don't think it will. I don't think it will. Well, all right. Have you never seen one of these before? I, it's been years. It's been years, and they terrified me last okay. time. When I, the last time I had a confrontation with one was... Um, a confrontation? Mm-hmm. Excuse me. Sorry. I, was about I 10 years my microphone. back I when, little... I, when I lived in a house, um, like a newer house. But uh-huh. I, I lived in one that was actually a few blocks away from the apartment building that I live in now. And it was when I was uh, waking up early for, I can't remember, either a radio job or TV job, I can't remember, Mm -hmm. and got into the shower, and I stepped into the shower, and as I was turning on the water, I looked, and it was right next to my foot. Oh, you always look in the shower before you get in there? It was like 3.30 in the morning. I don't care what time. I know. I've never. You always look in the shower before you step into it. I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. Stop, okay? That's just a, yeah. Yeah, no, I always, I look for spiders every time I... Every time I get into the the tub, yeah, just to like, make sure. This is There's like, a, never one there. Like once, maybe once a year, I'll see one in there. What a house centipede but, looks like is like eight spiders mushed together as mm-hmm. one long spider. From no, and I nightmares. do know what they look like. Yeah, and they're they're quite common, you know, and they're they're very they're around everywhere. They are all over the place. You usually don't see them because they're underneath things. God. Like bricks or like in the walls or wherever. Or clothes or clothes. How long has the clothes pile been there? Uh, not very long. I just moved it over yesterday, so I was gonna uh, get it all together before I went. Well, you got to make sure night. it doesn't get settled in there. Oh my god! Because that's one of the problems. It'll settle and then it'll be get territorial over it. It's just stop. Okay, that's I'm just, just kidding. All right, I'm not even gonna mess with you on this one. Uh, no, it's gonna be fine. It's gonna be okay. It'll be all right. You'll survive. Like honestly, I first I'm not like that afraid. Like I like snakes don't bother me. Um they should. most things don't bother me. Like I spiders, yeah, they kind of freak me out, but for some reason these, I think it's just the girth of how uh, how big their middle is and how many legs they have well, the thing- and how they move like separately from each other in waves like they move in this wave like motion mm-hmm. there's nothing creepier to me the it like gives me I keep getting like goosebumps like I think about it and like the back of my throat kind of puckers and like I just mm-hmm. I get it just makes me well the key to remember about nature about everything in nature is every single thing wants to kill you if it can the key is if it can a lot of it can't they're just not big enough or they're not uh, able to overpower us but they all it all wants to kill us we're all food it wants to eat us that millipede or that centipede it wants to eat you but it just can't that's the thing to remember it can't do it everyone's laughing under my fear of the girth I do I don't like the mm-hmm. the middles of it right. <laughs> looks like a gummy worm with like a thousand hair legs it's so awful yeah yeah but oh. it's living right there in your clothes pile right now 
Like, honestly, I don't know, like, what the best end scenario would be for this. Like, where would I want it to end up? Like, every place I think that it could have walked What, are you going to catch it and, like, take terrible. it outside? Like, no, it's not but work. I'm like, there's not a spot in my apartment that I would like it to exist in. Yeah. <sighs> my God, it's making my hair itch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's good It's making luck. Greg's head itch, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Well, they nest. Wait, do you see them? Have you ever seen them at your house? Sure. Really? Yeah, but they're all over the place. I have a house with a basement, a dirt side basement. I mean, yeah, and basically my whole apartment's like a basement because it's so old and like yeah. Well, plus, who knows what else is buried? What I'm saying though, what I was saying earlier is that's not the thing you should be afraid of in your apartment complex. Bugs would not be the thing that I would be scared of in there, and I hate bugs. That's no. There's plenty about your apartment complex to be afraid of. Bugs are not it. That's a lot of people under one roof. One of them is a bad person. One of them's done something terrible. And that's what I would spend my days thinking about. Like, which one of them did it? What did they do? Where did they hide it? And uh, how long have they gotten away with it? And are they going to do it again? Somebody in that building has done something like that. That's what I would worry about. I'd be suspicious of every single one of those people. They're very strange. You can't trust them. You can't trust anybody in that building. Mm-hmm. It's a strange building you When's live in anyway. When's the last time you've actually lived in an apartment building? Uh, it's been over 10 years. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. yeah it's been quite like, a while. I think you're forgetting what it's like. It isn't like... No, the last one... By the last apartment complex I lived in, I had a crackhead den out down at one end of them. A literal one. Like, they, that. it was a den of meth heads and crackheads, and they got busted and flushed them out. Um, I had a woman try attempt to steal a child out in front of my apartment where the child was recovered but the woman went missing for most of the day I've talked oh, about this yeah. before uh, there were police next door all the time there was a guy who or a girl broke up with a guy and the guy left and then he came back and smashed her windows in the middle of the night um, this was my right next door neighbor I had a woman sneak into my apartment that same girl the girl whose ex-boyfriend uh, was so jealous that he smashed her windows I had nothing to do with this girl but I'd found out Years later, uh, probably two years later, I ran into her in a bar and she told me, oh yeah, I broke into your apartment one time when you were sleeping because I thought you were hot. And and then I just stood there, but then I didn't do anything and I left. And I watched you sleep. That is yeah, so and watched me sleep. So that happened. That's the last time I lived in an apartment complex. So that's why maybe I'm a little bit jaded. I maybe I assume everyone. Apartment. Oh, and it ended with it burning down. Yeah. That's my view of apartment complex. That's why I don't trust anybody in there. And these are the things. Yeah, everything I just said was 100% the truth. And that's not even going into it very deep. Um, and that was kind of near the area that I live in now. It It, it is, yeah. yeah. It's just a few blocks away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, have I never told the, the girl story on here? I think I told it a long time ago. I think you did ago. a long time ago. I remember you saying that she was yeah. watching you sleep. Oh, my God. And you know what her name was? What? Sarah. Oh. <laughs> With an H or no H? I think no H. Of course. I think it was no H. Of course. Uh, and honestly, I, I'm pretty sure. That's the one detail I'm not 100%, but I'm pretty sure it was without, without an H. Uh, yeah. Yeah, that girl was nuts. Oh. She watched me sleep. So anyway, I mean, what level that's what of crazy I think does of. she have to be not only to do that, but to tell you that she did it? Yeah. Like, she got away with it. Yeah. I mean, I, granted, this was like, after like it burned down. To, I was gone, you know, yeah. and I ran into her at a bar. Like, but why would... I, I just don't even understand why she'd admit to it. Like, she got away with it. She got to... She got the, I don't the special know. prize of getting to know. see you sleep. <laughs> I don't know. And then she was like, yeah, but I didn't do anything. I'm like, well, I guess I would have known if you did, but... Uh. That's the worst phrase I think ever. All right, Steve successfully distracted me. Thank you. I didn't. I'm saying do that's anything. the kind of. These are the kinds of things you should worry about. I think my my big. Why do you worry- think I'm so? Why do you think I'm happy living in my little at, converted attic in my house? I own the whole house. I just stay up there in the attic. I hide. I hide away from everyone because I don't trust them. All right. I think I need to just uh, like assess what scares me about the bug in the first place. Mm-hmm. 
I think it's just because I've had bugs like stuck in my hair before or I've tried to get it out and it's like come to pieces in my hair. And I think that's what I'm afraid about. <laughs> or I'm afraid that I'm going to touch it or I'm afraid that it's mm-hmm. going to get into my clothes and like squiggle around on me. Those are all my squiggling fears. right now. It's not hiding squiggling. in a pocket. No, I shook everything. Did you, out. Check, did you check your pockets? I stripped down and shook off all of my clothes again because I was so freaked out. Did you double out. check your shoes? Yes. You looked like I you hit them. No, that for I a hit minute. them all. I, I hit them very, very hard. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, but I, like it was one of those panic modes where you hear when people like, you know, sometimes I don't know if they're panicking about something, but I don't know. I've heard this before where someone like takes off their, all their clothes. Like that was exactly what I did. I'm just like, get mm-hmm. it off, get it uh-huh. off. And I shook them all out. So I think I'm bug free. Can you really ever say that though? Oh, I guess not. Can you be a hundred percent on that? I That's, just don't think. No, you everyone can. has bugs living. I don't on think them. you can ever really trust anything again. I mean, you know that it's, they're in there, watching. Okay. Judging. I'm okay. telling you, it's the people you should be afraid of. But anyway, well, I'm sorry for what you've gone through. Uh, hashtag brave. Tweet at Sarah. Let her know. No, do not do <laughs> hashtag brave. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, it's we... just. It's just. If you've never seen one, don't look it up. It's a Oregon house centipede. Just don't do it. Yeah, you just don't want to know. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah, and well, I know that you've probably seen. And again, one. this is in no way like taking away from the fact that yes, they're you know they do they're they're doing their work for the ecosystem, and I know that they're you know good for whatever it is that they do, but they're just <laughs> creepy as shit. <laughs> they they are creepy. Mm-hmm. They are creepy. I will give you that. Yeah. All right. Well, there we go. Well, sorry about that. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah, let's go ahead and take a break. We have our guest who is here, uh, Sean White, who's going to be joining us. So he's got a show at Secret Society tonight, I believe, with like Curtis Cook and Bree Pruitt and uh, David Mascaro. David Mascaro. And so, yeah, they're all going to be there as well. So let's go ahead and take a break. We'll bring Sean in, and we'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. These are some deep-seated feelings about Worf, though. I appreciate the passion. Uh, there is. There's a lot of passion behind this. <laughs> I, we, have, I have passion in everything. If you're going to do something, make sure it's passionate. You know what I mean? It doesn't have to be accurate. Do just it. be passionate. People will believe you anyway. Right. That's true. Yeah. As long as you express, as long as you sound like you know exactly what you're talking right. about and you mean it. Well, there's a, do you guys remember? Oh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, Sean White joining us right now <laughs> yes. on Fun Employment Radio. <laughs> uh, are you guys familiar with Wizard Magazine at all? Um uh, that was the original comic book magazine, like in the, in okay. the, in the like nineties. Uh, you know, uh, back when you you couldn't just like write you know write a blog mm. about comic books. So you had to actually go find other people's print version to be able to understand before the internet. Right. Uh, There's Wizard Magazine, <laughs> uh, which also had within it uh, the uh, idea for Twisted Toy Fair Theater that Seth uh, Green stole to make uh, a robot chicken. He was a oh. intern on. He helped them. Really? Do, yeah. It's all. It's I have I have the collections of all Twisted Toy Fair Theater. It's the absolute my favorite uh, comic strip of all time and I, I love it's a it, with action figures doing exactly what Robot Chicken was doing only with uh, Marvel characters and that is very had the exact same sense of humor and then he in, or he helped them for a little bit and then coincidentally he pitched the idea of Robot Chicken and <laughs> oh. none of the people involved with just the Toy Fair Theater were involved with uh, really that's shitty and he making a decent well I mean he wasn't making any money off Rat Race so he might yeah. as well go yeah. ahead and take somebody else's good idea uh, but uh, I had Magazine, no idea was the magazine that had uh, the comic book pricing guide in the back every single time? So it was like the standard for what everything was worth. Okay, kind of uh, like the Beckett for right. You needed yeah. you needed that mm-hmm. to be able to like find out what was going on. Uh, blah blah, and you could even like write weird questions in the, from comic books, and they would try to answer them for you. Like uh, I remember when I was a little kid, my brother got a question in that was just like, "Well, if adamantium's unbreakable, how is it mined?" And they're like, <laughs> "This is before they'd done like a million flashbacks and been like, well, it was liquid.' Blah blah blah, and it was melted. You know, like, um, but it's a artificially created." 
metal, and they, is what they had decided, and not one naturally occurring anywhere, shape, or fashion. You know, yeah. unlike apparently vibranium, which was in Wakanda. But whatever. right, that's Wakanda. Like, yeah. Uh, but it's like uh, you're I, I can pick up a little language. bit. There, right. And there was well, a, he's an advanced speaker. There, I'm picking there, up. I there was a, a beginning one, one time where it showed a picture of Michael Dorn uh, that was sent in, like an autographed photo of Mike, Michael Dorn, and uh, everyone was like, "For the record, we didn't ask for this photo." <laughs> He just sends in photos of himself to like nerdy stuff to be like, hmm? maybe you want to you want to pay me to come by? I can dance for you. And I think maybe because like he's the only black Cleon. Uh, all the, a lot of the other ones were in white, were in blackface. Like, and nobody seems to care about it. Worf's son, uh, who played his original son, uh, yeah, Alexander. Him. Yeah, so uh, he lives in Portland. Oh, really? He's in, and he's very white. And he was in. Well, that's uh, the thing. General Martok is uh, white as hell, and uh, <laughs> it's so weird because they'll be do like a uh, like in Deep Space Nine at one point they do like a you know uh, episode in the past, which is really not knowing your clientele, and uh-huh. they it's like we're in the future, but now we're in the past. I don't want to see that. Like, <laughs> why not, would, what would future people think of our world? Well, I already don't like it, so that's why I was escaping <laughs> to the future. Thank you very much for reminding yeah. me that our past was awful. I appreciate it, uh, but. They, 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 when they would do that, they were, you know, like those same actors would not have their makeup on and stuff like that to be normal humans or whatever. And he was always white. And I was, I was like, you guys are even now just admitting it. You could at least hidden it. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You could at least like not ne- like said something or something like that. Like it's always, I don't know, very weird to me <laughs> the way they handled that situation. I like how Sean's brain works because this all just stems from the fact that we have a picture of uh, Michael Dorn as well, no, Worf it, hanging on the thing. But it, the, it started by you having Patrick a, a Patrick Stewart photo. Right. And then you said, did I, al- did I also did notice also the Worf? And I saw it, and I couldn't have cared less. I was still uh, not although, impressed. Although you did have a very, you have a very mean picture of Patrick Stewart. <laughs> I know, and it's an exclusive one, maybe because it was like his one mean face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, he had actually the whole first season. He was very disappointed, like most oh. most yeah. of the time. Like eventually, like it like, that wore off, and the camaraderie kicked in, and they all started playing poker for some damn reason. <laughs> and it was, yeah, it's true. We, we we made up 3D chess for the first series. We made up other games, but for some reason, we're still playing. Egg poker in in this one. Well, those guys oh. loved going back though, because it was always the Wild West stuff that they were doing. God, I, I could not well, be least, less interested I mean, in the Wild I'm thinking West. Thinking about things. number, yeah. I mean, yeah. Riker, Riker, that was his whole deal. Although Data in the Wild West and being a, uh, a really good gunslinger, that's like, well, yeah, yeah. he is a robot. Yeah, you're not gonna, a, yeah, robot. Exactly. You're not, you're not gonna you're not gonna beat him on that one. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's that not gonna that, happen. That was kind of neat, but at the same, and also, I mean, every once in a while, I, I, the way I figure all. Star Trek series is operate under the same uh, well except for Enterprise because you know it, that's why it was awful uh, yeah. but <laughs> they have the same very very kind of a hackneyed setup to all their shows and it's either uh, oh my gosh this alien is, uh, is is not like us at all we better kill him mm. uh, <laughs> yeah. and the next one is oh my gosh this alien is actually just like us we should learn to understand them <laughs> instead and then there's a holodeck malfunction is the other episode <laughs> and then weird romance episode those okay, are the only the and the romance those are the are- only four episodes that were that are played on loop for the next yeah. generation Deep Space Nine oh, like uh, Voyager was the only one at least that was occasionally like what about this new species like <laughs> like Voyager was the only one that actually well first off uh, with Caitlin Mulgrew who's in uh, mm. in, in Orange is the New Black as, yeah, a, as the red. chef 
Uh, but she, well, they're all Shakespearean actors. She was, was an amazing lady, Macbeth. Uh, all of them were renowned for their uh, their Shakespearean acting before they became captains. Like the captain of Deep Space Nine, Avery Brooks, is actually the head theater teacher at Yale. Was a very accomplished yeah. theater teacher. Really? Uh, was also an American History X, stuff like that. Uh, Patrick Stewart was a Shakespearean actor. Leonard Nimoy is known as being one of the best Tevias of all time on Broadway, despite being skinny. Uh, mm-hmm. And most people had, had uh, you know don't know the backgrounds of the majority of those characters. But uh, she was, but supposedly, uh, and I was reading a paper on this. Uh, that in all the 90s TV shows and even the 2000 shows, uh, the only female character that was in a lead role, like a, le- a leadership position, without a, f- uh, a flaw. Like so, even in Homeland, she has to ha- be bipolar. There always has yeah. to be something yeah. wrong for somebody right. to believe why a woman's in charge. <laughs> yeah. Like she has to be a jerk for a reason. And yes. uh, she was the only one that was like never messed up. Like no, like seven seasons, <laughs> never. Whoops, a doodle. Didn't mean to sleep with one of the crew members. I'm just a feeble woman. I can't control myself. <laughs> my you know, mood is bad the best because of my the, period. The, the only character who would 100 percent start. I want. Frankly, if we do want a female president, I think it should be Captain Catherine Janeway. I think she was probably the first one. <laughs> Without any kind of flaws or weird connect, like uh-huh. she was the actually the only uh, character like that. I love that show. Used to watch that with my mom on UPN all the time. That was yeah. seven of nine and stuff like that, uh, which is yeah, less impressive. But uh, yeah, he, right. She had the weird forehead, right? Yeah. Uh, well, don't they all? I mean, I don't know. I no, mean, I don't I'm think not, like all the weird, seven of nine. I don't want to body, weird... body shame somebody, <laughs> <Yeah>. somebody <laughs> from like from the night. Like, I thought it was one of the crinkly, like headed ladies. Oh, no, 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 no. She was. Uh, she she had the optical implant and stuff like that. Uh, uh, believe, oh, that's the blonde girl. Yeah, uh, she yeah. she was in Oh Brother Very... Where Art Thou was one of the sirens. Uh, Jerry Ryan. She's, yes. Uh, Very tight suit. It's weird. I don't know the name of any of the uh, the band members of any band that I like, but you ask me anything about Star Trek, I know these guys' careers inside and out for some strange reason. <laughs> hey, man, that's impressive. It is really impressive. I just watch it over and over and over. It's actually because each season is like 20-something episodes, seven seasons, an hour long apiece. You put all those seasons back to back to back. You've forgotten what you watched in the beginning by the mm. time you get back around. Yeah. Uh, except for the original series, which is three seasons and, uh, and Enterprise, which should have not even gotten five. But right. It's, you know, should have never existed. So, what's your favorite uh, series of Star Trek? Of, of all of them, I would oh. I would say Voyager when the when they got rid of uh, Kess um, because they're like a transition in every show when they decide like so like. Uh, the next generation goes from like like eighties to like all right we'll take ourselves a little more seriously and uh, then like and it becomes and I think it becomes a better series around the time Rick Riker's beard and then mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> no yeah, yeah. and uh, also a little side note the majority of the voice actors from the next generation and Voyager stuff like that were all uh, voices on Gargoyles the uh, the Disney show uh, really <laughs> yeah 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 like Xanatos is Jonathan Frakes uh, and uh, Caitlin Mulgrew is uh, his love interest and blah blah like there are other characters like slipped in um, but that's some deep knowledge. How did that, that? How did that happen? Was it the same showrunner or something? I, I or? By the way, this isn't prep. Maybe like we didn't know we were talking about this. I didn't know that he was stuff. like. Well, a you win- had enough Star Trek stuff in your lobby. <laughs> you <laughs> asked for this. Did you see our Star Trek phone? Uh, no, I did not. Oh. I was too. I, I was too busy trying to have that uh, staring contest that. with Picard. Um, <laughs> trying to put that in your pocket. But then uh, and trying to resist the urge. To, uh, you have you have like a uh, I think the Enterprise E with a uh, different uh, sound effects. And I was like, don't don't push it. They're, oh, that's the phone. They're on the radio. Oh, okay. I was yeah. like, I, okay, yeah. cool. I was yeah. like, I was like, is this a sound effect machine? Don't touch this. <laughs> you're gonna, it's gonna like you're, I was just worried you guys were gonna be in the middle of the radio and suddenly. God no. damn it! We <laughs> used to we used to have it in here. It's a red alert. That's what the that's what the oh. ring is. So, actually, so that's we, actually what. My phone ring on my phone was when I first like uh, got a phone that you could download. Mm-hmm. Ring. I was like, right alert, and then I was like, right alert, and I was like, ah, oh, this is annoying. This yeah. is like, <laughs> yeah. Well, now we switch it since like we... even yellow alert is annoying at a certain because they switched, they changed the system of the building so we couldn't use that phone anymore. But instead, we just put the red alert on this one. So when you called up, that's what it was. Ooh, mm-hmm. it was red alert. Fancy. Let me ask you one yeah. more um, TNG question. Yeah, did you cry when Tasha Yar died? 
No, I knew she was a porn star anyways and why they were firing her, and so I was mad that they got rid of her because she was a porn star. Okay, but not because of her character, because you felt like there was a loss of the character. Oh, well, I mean, they had to make oh, had to make room for Michael Dorn, who was probably <laughs> sitting there going, you should kill that blonde chick. But then they brought her back as the, you know, uh, oh, a, a, the, actor, the actress as a Romulan. Um, I, I, and I remember, the, I think, the Tall Shiar. I don't remember if she was, she was in the actual, in the Tall Shiar. No, but they brought, they brought her back. Uh, but they got rid of her because, you know, they found out she was in porn, which is weird that uh, th- that was a concern, given <laughs> the fact that they opened up the uh, the original series with Gene Ronberry's wife and the shortest cut imaginable. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, honey. Get on out there and dance yeah. for me. <laughs> Show your goodies, honey. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're, we're in the future, but we still like a little skin. Oh, yeah, we do. Surely this skirt is functional. <laughs> well, besides being a Star Trek aficionado, Sean is also a comedian. Is there a lot of Star Trek that you touch on in your no. comedy? No, no, no. Turns out the market for that is relatively low. <laughs> uh, slightly lower than Star Trek itself, I would dare say. Uh, and you see how well their shows are going right now on TV. Um, although they are thinking of doing a new one where there was a rumor that uh, Angela Bassett maybe cast as the captain. Oh, I'd be done with that. Oh, I could see that. that. She's, she's badass, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. see that but I mean that's just a rumor so <laughs> well I mean because the new series is coming out on CBS yeah 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 uh, which is like one thing like I wish I had somebody I could yell at to be like get me on that show yeah <laughs> I want to be on it so bad you should go <laughs> to Michael already, Dorn but they already did like the southern guy on there with uh, Stupid Enterprise with Tucker and now that, that they only do one stereotype each time like you know what I mean like they, each show has they, they they run through all the stereotypes another reason why I like Voyager there's only one white male in the bridge crew there's mm. only there's only one in the entire thing and he was, an, he was an ex-con so even like the one guy was like an admit a jerk because he was uh, uh, Captain Paris who's in the next generation who's uh, in Wesley's flight crew that gets him uh, that, that gets almost Wesley almost expelled okay um, okay. so he's the one that like tricks him into lying blah blah and all this other stuff and then they brought him back as uh, for committing another crime because once he gets out of prison for that crime he then joins the Maquis gets immediately arrested for his very first time and then goes back to jail and that's when and they keep hiring this guy yeah well, I know but he does a good job but he's uh, <laughs> but he's the only uh, only white male character on the bridge crew for that I think like in the 90s like nobody noticed that there was you know what I mean like nowadays if that had happened they'd be like that's so strong for what they're doing and it's like Star Trek's been doing it forever the first generational kiss on TV you animals that's true oh yeah acknowledge no none of their accomplishments That's true, goddammit. Star Trek has paved the way for a lot of good things. Yeah, yeah. also, well, it's what, uh, I mean, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing. I, I think it is, but it's uh, what inspired Whoopi Goldberg's career was seeing uh, O'Hara on the on the yep. show going, oh, mm-hmm. a black person on TV who is not a maid. Like, that was the first time that that actually had happened in 70s television that, yeah. that, that, that people could see on network television. Yeah. That's so funny, because I was just watching, who's the, um, I'm sorry, the woman from Still Saturday Night Live? Still put her in Live. a skirt, though. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the one from Saturday Night Live who's in the new Ghostbusters movie? Leslie, Leslie Jones. Jones. Leslie Jones, yeah. yeah. I just, funny enough, I just saw her on like a clip of it on the view of her telling Whoopi Goldberg at what an inspiration she was to her that you know to actually yeah. see like a strong black woman be able to like play something besides a maid or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I mean, put, and that's why uh, she also Whoopi Goldberg insisted on being Guinan in mm-hmm. uh, in that, even though that was the weirdest Guinan role. Was strange. strange, so and strange. I never even noticed until like after I'd been watching the show for years that she didn't have eyebrows. Oh yeah, no, she's, compi- so she's, not, she's completely hairless. Did you know that? Well, you know, she, she has that, 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 She doesn't have eyebrows. Whoopi Goldberg has it days where she has no no body hair whatsoever. Zero. Really? Everything. Uh, the only, I just wait, Whoopi Goldberg sh- has no hair. Alopecia or whatever. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was. I, that's I believe so. Like obviously, I googled it this very second. but yeah. it was, I remember that as a, as a past fact. Yeah. No, Whoopi Goldberg's never huh. had eyebrows. Yeah, that's why she she doesn't. She, I guess I've never really paid attention. You notice she's never yeah. had and also had natural hair that you can ever remember. Yeah. yeah. She doesn't actually have any hair naturally. Right. Good for her. Huh. Oh, look at her. Okay. Going against all odds. 
All right. Well, well, there we go. My, my yeah. mom, when I, was, when I was a kid, was a huge Dolly Parton and Whoopi Goldberg fan. And uh, I watched almost every single one of their movies on both sides. Wow. <laughs> we watched a lot of Whoopi Goldberg. Like and pretty much every any movie she was in. A lot of ghosts, a lot of sister acts. A lot of ghosts, sister, sister act, act two. Sister oh, act yeah, two. Sister, sister act. I have seen sister act more than any one person should ever see sister act. I I, I have no idea because we didn't have that many movies on VHS, so that was one of the ones that we had. So you didn't and have so, the video store in the small town. Well, there was a video store, but it was it wasn't open very often, so you couldn't really. So you'd buy something, and that's for some reason sister act was the one that my my mom got, and so yeah, we watched it a lot, like a lot. Like a, like a lot of well, yeah, no, we, yeah. I remember watching that that a lot as well. Also, there was that time in uh in TBS when that was like you know like that and Shawshank Redemption were half their programming. Mm-hmm. Oh my yeah, god! Most part. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like you seen this one yet? What about yeah. this one? And it just over and over and over. Again. <laughs> it just finished. Start from the beginning. <laughs> I don't know if you remember this one though. <laughs> so you just kept yes. So it's being asked Greg in the chat. So you just kept watching the same tape over and over again. Yeah, we had like a handful of them. Mm-hmm. A lot of them were taped off of television shows, so we would tape it. So I'd I'd memorize the commercials oh, too. See, yeah. we, we'd have them. And then the problem is, you know, are you guys familiar with the? There was a, there was an extremely long movie called Shogun, and it, it's like yeah, a, and it's like you know standard like what if there was a white guy in Japan, and it's like <laughs> yeah. oh you, you know, how did that like, happen? And it, but it's like a five or t- like just like I think a five to ten hour movie. It's extremely long, Glory. and my dad every single time it came on, he'd grab every tape that he could <laughs> to uh, be like I'm gonna record this, and then he'd always fall asleep or give up at like hour five or six, <laughs> and so. So we had all the Mystery Science Theater 3000s and all of the uh, original 70s Doctor Whos, which actually some of those original tapes were lost when they because they were burned at uh, BBC Studios. So if we had actually still had some of those, those would be worth like thousands, thousands of dollars. Oh, to have yeah. Because they, they literally, there are zero copies of some episodes of the original uh, Doctor Who 70s series. That sucks. And then um, wow. also no X-Men, the animated series, long before, that didn't come out on DVD for a very long time. Because I remember when DVDs first came out, they were like, mm-hmm. they're releasing our childhood. Couldn't they be, which ones, which ones, which ones? And they never <laughs> released uh, Ekman animated series until like long after we had stopped caring and it was, it was, uh, <laughs> remember this uh, but like so we, I, I, we had just a, a, a ton of tapes that all had that uh, start with either like Mr. Theater or something like that you're like, uh-huh. and they're, they're labeled that way and you're like yes and then you start watching it and it's a show god and it would suddenly <laughs> do and then you wouldn't even get to watch all of show god like it would even then end there and you'd just be like you dude <laughs> like, these the are my tapes thing. I bought them and it's just like, it like yes Technically, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's pretty glorious. When that came out on DVD. That's when we bought it for him, and we're like, "Don't you ever touch a VHS tape again? <laughs> you have ruined all of our attempts to save." Like, do you know how much we had? Like on the Disney free preview weekend, we had to download all. We had to try to uh, record all of Gargoyles. While, oh while, yeah, while get it doing. right. Yeah, get it during twenty four hours. Yeah, yeah, during that free preview weekend, <laughs> like give it to me, give it to me, give it. Come on, come on, come on, come on. That's what I feel sad for kids these uh, kids these days. Oh my god, it just sounded really fucking old. But yeah, uh, whatever. Like when you would sit in, like next to the radio and like wait for your favorite song and like hit record and then it wasn't it and then you'd stop mm-hmm. and yeah. hit record again to try and get the whole thing on there well, you could like, actually call in and request something some of my dad's mixtapes uh, that, that, that he's moved to CD and iPod and everything like that like they still go like WQR54 FM like and, like start with like with the mad dog and then suddenly like <laughs> go into the song like it was always the weird the weirdest like he still he still listens to that kind of stuff oh my dad used to record a lot of like we had tons of VHS tapes everywhere because he recorded and now his new thing with updated technology is he really feels like he's getting away with something he, he gets the disc pack from uh, Netflix and then he'll burn every single one that he gets and then make his own like is this illegal 
Should I not be throwing uh, my dad under the bus? Yeah, like, but I mean, you know, I mean, so. for satirical purposes, I'm saying this. But yeah, but he the has, thing like, is, though, he, has, he can just stream those for the same amount of money. They don't. They have static. dial-up internet. It's just like <laughs> so he doesn't even watch them when he gets them. He just he just 100 percent just orders them so he can burn them, put them into one of his CD booklets, and then be like, you can show me and my sister when uh-huh. we visit. Like, look at all the new movies that we have. I'm like, okay, that that came out like two years ago, Dad. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's updated. I don't know. Should we cut that out? Was that illegal? No, it's fine. We busted. He's technically no. making a backup. Mm-hmm. Yes, that it is. Backup. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's helping out. Helping out in the event that their catalog burns, and then there are backup copies, much like Exactly, Doctor and Who. then it could be worth thousands of dollars someday. It's an investment. Mm-hmm. That's actually what happened. <laughs> so uh, so you've been out on tour for a month, is that what you said already? Yes, I have been on the, the road for a little while now, um, and I'm, I'm tr- purposely uh, advertising for my uh, next album that I'm going to be recording in on September 20th in Ooh. Chicago, and... Uh, I'm doing a, a run of the album tonight at Secret Society, specifically to try to you know work it out. Blah blah. blah. Um, That's and exciting. It's, yeah, it's called uh, Angry and Alone, and <laughs> it's uh, I like it. Uh, it's half uh, about the subject of not like like me being angry, but about like you know how it can be motivational. Blah blah blah. You know things mm-hmm. like that, um, and how it's affected our society. More of a broad view than a personal like. Well, I'm such an angry white man. Let me tell you. And then uh, half about being alone, like how it's okay. Mm-hmm. To want to be by yourself every now and then that you don't shouldn't have to group up every single time to find self identity and yep. it's okay for to, for that kind of stuff and you should know who you are to be able to even if you're going to join a group you know what I mean yeah. like or any of that kind of stuff like and pointing out some of the hip criticisms that we na- uh, naturally as a society uh, tell people like and yet then expect people you know like you tell somebody to be yourself. Something like that, which is oddly enough, the exact same definition of be yourself is the same definition of the word selfish. Mm. Like it's it's ve- like just people just call you whichever one they want whenever they want to, but they're the exact <laughs> same thing, and it doesn't make any sense to me that it's just like no, you do you, unless I don't like it. Like, it's like, <laughs> and it's uh, just going into that kind of stuff, like you know, just anti conformity kind of message. Um, Cool. Have you been to Secret Society before? I'm, I've not been to Secret Society before. I've been to Portland a few times. Uh, you I did w- Bridgetown, right? Yeah, yeah. I did Bridgetown, awesome. and then I was here for another trip before uh, and did some great shows and stuff like that. Uh, enjoy this city. It's also a very good barometer uh, for people, white people's sensitivity. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it's the most sensitive yeah. crowd. Like, but unlike, and LA is actually... Oh, it gets more knee-jerk by the day. Well, LA is actually just about as sensitive, but them, if they act sensitive, you can go like, hey, shut up. And like, they'll go like, all right, might be. And like, <laughs> this crowd, if you go that, then they go, oh, just another white man yelling at me. And That's... so you have to like, learn how to do it without, like, so I've actually been very happy that the stuff that I've done that, I, that do mention uh, race and other things like that, and they're not racial jokes. They simply like, I'm not going to hide the fact that we live in a, a police state for non-white people at a lot of times, and mm. so right. it's important to acknowledge that when you have an appoint, and it's a point to acknowledge that in a joke, like you should take that opportunity instead of hiding it. You know what I mean? Um, so it's I never I'm not a heavy-handed comic in that sense. There's no social justice message in it or mm. anything like that. But I at least want people to, like to. I'm not going to deny that it's not a pretty situation right. out there yeah. for, for sure. everybody. Yeah, that's reality. Um, and so, like, a lot of times some audiences will recoil just from the reality that you bring up, even briefly. And so it's like... Uh, one of those things where I, you know it's important to come out here and test it and be like, well, just so you know, if you actually are uncomfortable at the state of being currently, you should probably do something about it instead of, you know, recoiling. Like the fact that if you are uncomfortable with how things are out there, uh, and, and it's to the point where even mentioning it is a problem. That that's 
hiding mm-hmm. from the problem. Mm-hmm. And you should at least, like, tolerance and understanding are different. And you should probably try to understand the issues instead of just tolerating that they exist and things like that and going, ah, well, I guess it's okay. Or I don't want to hear about it. Well, if you don't want it, you think you don't want to hear about it. You think they want to hear about it? <laughs> yeah. Right. You think you, you think it makes you uncomfortable? It makes, right. makes them dead. You should actually, like, maybe huh. care a little bit more. Um, and so, like, even when you even if when you say like anything with uh, a group's name, people react that way. And that's another thing about uh, the the group side of things. It's in in the stand up, uh, the alone half. Uh, I I do purposely mention that we only use those kind of distinctions to hate. You know, like mm-hmm. nobody ever. You know, people say like, you know, I hate all Republicans, but no one's like ever like. But I'll make out with any Democrat right now. Come on over <laughs> here. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like nobody loves the other side. That's, yeah, people just look for yeah. a reason to dislike. Dislike like, something. So yeah. If you ask somebody like why you don't like someone, they can tell you just one reason why they don't like them. You ask somebody like if somebody's like why do you love someone, they'll still give you a list of twenty different reasons. Mm-hmm. It's like oh, you needed a twenty point presentation to love somebody, <laughs> but like what? Like all you need is like one thing to dislike someone. It shouldn't be so much easier to hate than it is to like someone and so it's just like pointing out that hypocrisy in it wow that is amazing you kind of blew my mind right there that's a okay i'm gonna remember that it's great yeah. well it's always when somebody well, says they don't like somebody i always immediately go go on yeah. like you know like <laughs> I, I want you to tell, tell me, me why more than give ju- me the laundry well list. when they tell you just one thing you just be like no 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 no. i need you to have at least three reasons go mm-hmm. ahead yeah keep, keep going oh you don't have anything give them another shot and shut up <laughs> <laughs> don't be a everyone's jerk. quick to write people out of their life and go like that's how we get those echo chambers when people just go like you said one thing i don't like you're out of my life mm-hmm. that's like, it well, you can learn from people you love and people you hate, but if you cut out the people that you that if you cut out a whole group of people, that's a whole group of people that you're not learning from. And mm. you need to like be able to open your mind to that at least. I'm not saying get in an argument with every single one of them every single time, but right. I don't care if you believe they're this flat as long as you keep your mouth shut about it. As long as you're not out there <laughs> trying to lobby for like the you know for the flat Earth Society, then we're done. <laughs> then we're you good know? here. <laughs> don't have to go make out with what, them. I don't Just care listen. what religion you believe or culture you believe. I don't care about any of that as long as you know as long as you're happy with it being to yourself. But like putting a Facebook post about it, I'm like. I go, I can't even stand it. That's <laughs> what is wrong with you? Except for the Flat Earth Society. Yes. Yeah. Except for those bastards. <laughs> Would you be say fast enough? Sounds like the Flattery Society. <laughs> it does kind of like, like that. Society. Oh, well, yeah. We love you. <laughs> well, you have a great lineup tonight. So not only are you going to be performing. Yeah, I got to pick them. They're my, they're my favorites in town. Um, Some of our favorites in town. Yeah. Too. I love working with Curtis Cook all the time. He's a great mm-hmm. comic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I love working with David Mascaro. David Mascaro, actually, I started a uh, open mic with in um, in uh, Chicago a long, 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 long time ago. Uh, back when me and him were first starting um, wow. in, in Chicago area, we started a showcase together that uh, failed. Uh, you know, as, as <laughs> people's your first sure. attempts at shows yeah. do when they're when they're young and, t- and then we decided to change it into an open mic. Uh, and then we moved it from what was the Andersonville neighborhood away from everybody into this place called. Uh, uh, well, it doesn't matter. Blarney Stone, Blarney Stone in yeah. Ch- in Chicago, and uh, that mic is still running. Uh, it won't die. I have tried to kill it, and it, it literally <laughs> won't because, like, I was running that uh, with David for the longest time, and also during probably the darkest time in my life, and blah blah. blah and he was always there and very supportive and everything like mm-hmm. that. It was fantastic. I had to work with. Uh, I would go for way too long, and he would have to light me to get me off stage with my own open <laughs> mic. And uh, then eventually, then he left Portland. He didn't tell me until the day before. He just went like, oh, by the way, I moved to Portland tomorrow. I was like, you know, you can open up a little bit more. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, you can tell people a little Give bit a more. a little heads up. Uh, love the guy. Uh, you know, but very, very private guy. Um, and then I ran it with somebody else who then, like, after uh, a few months, was like, I'm moving to Minneapolis. I was like, you... 
traitors <laughs> and then he got out of there and then I gave and then I was like you know what I'm tired of running this mic it's been a few years I'm gonna end it and so and then some guy came up to me and was like I would like to run the mic and he was a guy that nobody really particularly liked in the in the scene and, I, and he was a very young comic and I was like well this will be funny and I, I wanted it to die it might as well die, you know, die in someone else's hands and, yeah. and uh, I don't want to behold the baby when it, when it goes out <laughs> so I, you know, I handed it off to him and then he actually dies during run, while, while running the mic what? I know if it, if it can't kill my friends it's gonna go for you like it this you know, I could try to kill the mic and it ended up the the person ended up passing away. Uh, oh, it was, uh, oh god! And then someone else I did not ta- see that coming. Then someone else took over it, and then now they're moving to Los Angeles. So now somebody else is taking over it. This thing will not die, oh but god. it might take you out. It is. <laughs> it's the mic where. So uh, while I was running that mic, uh, uh, all of my siblings passed away, uh, and, oh. and my mom as well. And so that was Jesus and appear- Christ. And that's where I worked out that dark material and stuff like that and apparently uh created some it form of, some some form of trend where this this mic is not a good place to be so if you are around the chicago area do not go to this mic so this is it. basically a stephen king book you're, you're in the so, making oh, right? it's well it's more like a ghost or uh, like a, a goosebumps book where <laughs> yeah. it's just like you know say mike and die and it's gonna <laughs> oh man um it's a very storied past to that, to wow. that thing. And, uh, david got out in time <laughs> <laughs> And uh, now it's always, always great to work with them. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> now you're reuniting happily. <laughs> and I love and I work with uh, with Brie Pruitt and uh, at Bridge Chat. Like, she's fantastic. Oh, yeah. uh, so really, and I also got to see her this, this last Sunday at the at a brunch show that she runs, uh, and it was fantastic. So looking forward to seeing her as well. Oh, very cool. So well, a great lineup. Huge thank you to Jenna Zine too for getting us in touch with you. Oh yeah, no, great, Jenna's yeah. Jenna's amazing. Uh, I, I I went after I met her at Bridgetown, and then she's always like tried to keep in touch, and I've been like her. Uh, she's she, just like the friendliest person in yeah. the world. Yeah, she has yeah. a she has a show. She has it by Skype uh, that I did in my car in negative oh, twenty like degree weather. Yeah, mm-hmm. I did that in in my car in negative twenty degree weather. <laughs> uh, like skyping on my phone, and it was a lot of fun. Everybody was really nice and everything like that. Awesome, awesome, um, and happy to be here and to be able to do that show for well yeah get tickets to go see go see it tonight um, secretsociety.net I think if you can still pre-order otherwise yeah, at the if door you can, if you can pre-order it's 7 it's bucks and it's 7 $10. bucks yeah. that's um, amazing and uh, if you care I've been on TV if that's what you needed <laughs> <laughs> if you need one of them fancy TV credits seriously the Star Trek thing was uh, amazing I mean I think if um, when you meet a listener tonight you'll probably have some Star Trek talk yeah. nice oh yeah, yeah. this is the that's town not, for it that's not in there this as is an the town. no I'm a, I, I'm, I'm a giant Star Trek I have Resistance is futile tattooed on my forearm. That's that's uh, holy shit. Rank. You do, yeah. Resist. Air, I swear to God, I rec- okay. And it's in the Starcraft font as well. Just like I know, that. I know little, that font because I have multiple friends who have level. the. Uh, what what is the number of the ship? The NC and NCC seventeen oh one. Yep. I have a bunch yep. of friends that. And then, but there's a bunch of different ones. There's NCC 1701, like D. There's also the Future Edition. There's a bunch of different versions of it. Blah blah blah. Uh, so like, there's they you know like. You know, they're not all the same one. Did you ever hear of? We had all the Star Trek uh, Christmas ornaments as well. Like, would collect all all of us. My parents still have them. All of them. Well, yeah, we we have had all of them, uh, and then we also we would always make every year a uh, Star Trek Christmas wreath, which was just a giant, like bigger than this table wreath covered in uh, all the ornaments, and then also uh, all the original Mego dolls. We had the original Mego dolls, like uh, with like like Lieutenant Kang and uh, and with with Kirk Spock. 
Locke, McCoy, all of wow. I think uh, Kirk was always missing a leg. But I mean, these are from the seventies. <laughs> now these toys are worth like a ton. Yeah, of I was gonna money, say that's gotta be we, worth we, some money. We still have all of them, and like they're all for for Christmas and only for Christmas every single year. Oh yeah. Um, and we sell the you know like full like r- replica size of uh, the phasers and all the ships and everything like that, like in pewter and Do gold the and stuff like one? that. Uh, yeah, we have the shuttlecraft one. The one with the shuttlecraft to Enterprise. Shuttlecraft to Enterprise. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah. here. Happy yeah. holidays. Yeah, Live we, long and prosper. We have that one, and then there's also the one where uh, with like uh, Spock when he's in the transporter and doing it. Then there's also like we have we, we every single year we got every single ship, and that so was a, that was that was, that was a family tr- a family tradition. We got every single one that you could possibly. That have. is so yep. Our mine too, and like we stopped hanging them on the tree now. And now they're just kind of all on their own string. And my Good. sister and I will like unplug them and plug them all in so they'll all start talking at the same time and like flashing. Yeah, no, that's every this. time every morning when you turn the the lights uh, or every night like when you turn the lights off like uh, like if if you're like my my family paranoid of the For tree catching reasons, on fire. Yep. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, like, absolutely. You're like, well, I could water this and prevent that. No. We're <laughs> nope. going to save electricity at the same time. Yeah, and everything away from it. And turn that, and then whenever you turn it on in the morning, I was always like, every single one of them would turn on, and we had like, like all the nerd ones as well, like uh, just ev- everything that you could have. I just love the Borg cube. Like the Borg were always my favorite, especially since Gene Roddenberry didn't did, didn't too. want the Borg in the show, and like yeah. had, had to wait. He uh, the, the writer who made it like pitched it and kept trying to get him in, they wouldn't put him in because he didn't want technology to be seen as an evil force or whatever. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. And then right after he died, second he second, second he <laughs> okay. died, Borg shot. They shoved them in so fast. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Make it happen. Yeah, man. Yeah, Love my it. parents last year got the, um, and then we'll stop t- talking about Star Trek. Um, my parents just got the triples one. It was like the trouble with triples. Yeah, yeah, But there, you hit a button and this whole thing like fills with little plastic balls. Oh. And it's very neat. It well, after, like, I, I'll be honest, after, after my mom and siblings passed away, we, uh, we have not been collecting uh, yeah. like we used to. Uh, uh, to be perfectly honest, Christmas doesn't have the same feel to it. I um, don't blame you. But that's, yeah. that's actually what my whole last album was about, uh, is Death and Divorce. It's called uh, Dead and Gone. And mm. that one's all about those few particular uh, situations. And that's why An Angry Alone is my first one post all of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am... We've gotten into it very heavily with the the dark stuff and everything like that. Um, those CDs will actually be available at the show. Good, uh, but that when that album, the the last one was AV Club's best album of the year. It was the only comedy album they listed on their list. Uh, so it was actually going to be next to Kendrick Lamar and Casey Musgraves, who I love. Uh, that is badass. <laughs> love Casey Musgraves. I don't care if it's for little teenagers, uh, little teenage country girls. <laughs> yeah, he speaks to me, man. Uh, and. Uh, but uh, I'll have those available as well. Also, I'm giving away free T-shirts uh, to anybody who shares a link for the album, either on Spotify or anywhere else. Um, I have uh, T-shirts that say uh, "My family's dead" on the front, and those are don't sell too well. So please, to free, feel free to take one. <laughs> oh my god! Um, <laughs> oh man! And those, those merch from my old album that I need to get rid of. So if anybody would want uh, one of those, those will be available free at the show. Uh, as well as also, I have shirts about divorce, uh, which is just a <laughs> scarlet D on the front, and then the uh, like a baseball team on the back. The name for the baseball team is divorced, and the number is one half. Um, <laughs> those ones are, are for sale as well, as well as the album. But also, I'll be working out the new album, Angry and Alone. Uh, so if you like the old one, come on out and check it out. Wow. Said it was the 100% uh, perfect ratings on every single review site that, that touched it. Maybe that's probably because I'm a white male, but, uh, you know, people just, the internet doesn't have anything bad to say uh, about, about a white male. But it's, uh, the internet always has bad things to say. Oh, yeah. I think yeah, it means yeah, yeah. that it was good. But it's, uh, yeah. So if you guys want to check it out, I'm hoping this one will be just as good as the last one. Um, and bingo, bingo, come on out. Please. All right, and where can people uh, follow you? 
Uh, well, on Twitter is at Sean White Comedy, and then uh, my website is SeanWhiteComedy.com. And, then and that's S-E-A-N? Fa- yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Facebook.com slash Sean White Comedy. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. And I'm finally beating uh, Sean White, the snowboarder, out for Google results. So That's awesome. Uh, Good. He can he can take that and spin. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Took took long enough. You climb that mountain. There's only so many Olympics you can be in, you old man. Get out of exactly, here. Exactly. Yeah. His <laughs> time's I can't over. I do this till I'm 80. You can't do that. <laughs> you already quit after you got after you got fourth last year's winter or two years ago in the Winter Olympics. He's a quitter, and you, Sean White, you're not a quitter. That is that. I, I guess. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I, sure, yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. Works. Sure. Yeah. That, that, that works. really depends on the situation. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> I mean, there are a lot of things I will quit immediately. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you want to get this dollar out of the bottom of a box of knives oh i'm quitting <laughs> that's it i'm out I, i'm a quitter today <laughs> well get tickets to go see sean tonight get Please. them yes. yeah they're cheaper if you do so seven dollars mm-hmm. online ten dollars at the dur it's going to be a money. great show yeah yeah get your tickets and, and then i need to eat too that would be great yeah, yeah eating's good they do have good food at secret society well, you know, if enough people go, I'll find out. Well, yeah. Sean's got to eat. Come got, on, everybody. Got a, got a bit of a sniff fest going on until then. <laughs> All right. Well, Sean, thank you so much uh, for stopping in. This and has been awesome. Thank you guys so much for oh, having me. This is wonderful. Hell yeah. I love, I love good Star Trek talk. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. That turned into, that was the whole segment right there. All right. Let's, uh, we're going to go ahead and take a break. We'll be back here in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Sean White, right here on Fun Employment Radio. He was amazing. Absolutely. And get tickets to go see him tonight. Secret Society. TheSecretSociety.net. Uh, get your tickets. It's going to be a great show. Yep. And also, uh, Curtis Cook is relocating, too. So this will be one of oh, the yeah. last times to see him as well That's in right. Portland. He's on his way to L.A. He already yep. did his goodbye show, didn't he? He did his goodbye <laughs> show last week. Yeah, then he's back for another one. Uh, so yeah, Nobody go can s- ever really leave Portland. <laughs> Never. <laughs> so, yeah, get get your tickets now. Um, all right. I think that's about it for today. Does Sarah have? Of the closing music. Sarah, do you feel better about the bug that you found in I your do. apartment at this point? I feel so it's been a while since we've talked about it now. I feel like maybe you've come maybe maybe you've come to grips with it that you I have a new roommate. I still want to set it on fire. I I am really nervous about finding that bug. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's well, there? Know. It's I know there it's right there. now I in know. your pile of clothes. Just hanging out. I, I Making I think I'm going to find home. an excuse to like, run some errands before I go home so I don't Making have to go. a nest. Okay, that's enough. In your clothes. Where it lives. Send us an email. FunEmploymentRadio at gmail.com. Give us a call. 503-575-9120. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. We've got uh, a lot of stuff coming up this week. Tomorrow, we'll have our main in. I think our main's coming in tomorrow, Our right? main's coming in with uh, a ticket giveaway. So he's going to yeah. have a pair of tickets. To Project Paps happening this weekend, featuring yeah. Green, Duran Duran, Ice, Ice Cube, Cube, Andrew NWK, WK, Nathaniel Ratliff. Yeah, so that's on tomorrow's oh, I show. It's it's going to be oh. awesome. Yeah, that's coming up this weekend. So our main's going to be in here tomorrow with ticket giveaway. Wednesday we've got Elysian Brewing. Dave's stopping by. We have so many different things happening this week. Yes. So uh, tune in all the time at FunEmploymentRadio.com. Find us on iTunes and Stitcher and Twitter or wherever else you go and listen to things. And also I'm sure be we're sure there. to listen to Sean White's things. Yes. As well. Definitely mm-hmm. SeanWhiteComedy.com and on Twitter and all those places. All right. Thanks so much, everybody. We will be back tomorrow with more Fun Employment Radio. Back up. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.